First of all, there's what we call the Shravaka Yana. Yana, by the way, means path or way or stage or even vehicle, method. Shravaka Yana. The Shravaka is the disciple, one who listens, one who hears. It's supposed to be the first characteristic of a good disciple. He listens to you. Huh? If you say something, he listens. Huh? He doesn't start asking questions before he's really heard what you've got to say. So Shravakayana, the path of the disciple, the path of the listener. And here, in this stage, in this yana, one goes for refuge to the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. One takes the precepts, whether five or eight or ten or more, and one strives to understand, to realize the four noble truths and makes some uh, commencement at least in the development of insight into the truth of anatta that there is no separate unchanging ego hmm? so if one does these things successfully uh, one accomplishes the shravakayana one traverses the shravakayana and then secondly the pratyeka buddhayana the yana the path of the privately or solitarily enlightened one here in addition to what the Shravaka does, here one develops an understanding of the law of conditionality, especially of the twelve Nidanas that we've already been mentioning. And one develops also, in this stage, in this genre, some insight into the truth of Shunyata, the voidness, the absolute. And then thirdly, the Bodhisattva Yana. Here one develops what is called the will to enlightenment, uh, the aspiration to become enlightened so that one may help all living beings. One observes the special bodhisattva precepts. One practices the six perfections, that is to say, generosity, uh, ethics, uh, energy, uh, meditation, patience, wisdom. Uh, one furthermore realizes, one has a sort of spiritual experience to the effect that Everything is like a sort of magical illusion or everything is like the reflection of the moon in water. It's sort of neither real nor unreal. It's both real and unreal. Huh? Uh, it's very difficult to say very much about this in a few words, but this is one of the principal insights developed by uh, the Bodhisattva. Then fourthly, Kriya Yoga Yana. In this Yana, which means the Yana of the tantric yoga which consists mainly in symbolic ritual with some meditation in this yana uh, one purifies at least to some extent all sorts of inner subtle defilements one practices repetition of the mantra uh, many hundreds of thousands of times one visualizes one or another of what are called the three family protectors that is to say the bodhisattva of compassion the bodhisattva of wisdom or the bodhisattva of power and one meditates upon them, uh, visualizes them and so on, as distinct from oneself. One looks up to them. You see them clearly, you have a definite spiritual relationship with them, but you are separate. Uh, the family protector, the Bodhisattva, is there, you are here. Hmm? And then we come on fifthly to what is called the Ubhayacharya Yogayana. Hmm? Uh, Ubhaya means both sides, Charya means practice. Huh? So is the practice of both sides and it means the practice in which the inner and the outer aspects of practice are equalized and harmonized and here in this jhana uh, one is initiated into the mandala of the five buddhas and one's relationship with 
one's particular family protector becomes much closer. One practices here two kinds of yoga. One is called the yoga with signs and the other is called the yoga without signs. There's no time to explain all this now. But the result of this particular yana is, or the result of the practices of this particular yana, uh, is that one is gradually transformed into Varochana, uh, the Buddha of light, who occupies the center of the five Buddha mandala. Hmm? Then, sixthly, what is called yoga yana. Yoga here means yoga or union between uh, wisdom on the one hand and compassion on the other. This is the principal practice uh, in this yana, to unify wisdom and compassion. And in this connection there are very many different initiations and four esoteric practices which are called the four mudras. Eh? Uh, the word mudra means a sort of sign or gesture but that tells you nothing about the practices at all. Eh? And again you practice the yoga with signs and without signs your practice here becomes very much deeper. And in the end you realize the five knowledges which are associated with the five buddhas. That is to say uh, the knowledge of the absolute the mirror-like knowledge, the all-performing knowledge, and so on. Hmm? Then seventhly, uh, what is called uh, Maha-yoga, or the Great Yoga. And here, the real esoteric tantra begins. Huh? So one really cannot say anything about this at all. Uh, perhaps just one thing I, I can and shall say, and that is that in this stage, one still does visualization exercises of a very advanced kind, very complex kind, one visualizes Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, but in this stage, in this yana, they're always visualized in what is called yabhyum form, huh? uh, which literally means father-mother form. That is to say, two figures, uh, two Buddha figures, a male Buddha and a female Buddha figure, uh, in sexual union. Huh? So this sort of visualization you get only when you reach this yana, huh? the, ma the Mahayoga yana. Huh? Then, eighthly, the Anu yoga yana. Anu means following after, because it follows after the Mahayogayana. Hmm? Uh, here, the main practice is the development of Tomo, or what is called psychic heat, which isn't to be taken uh, literally, it's a spiritual experience, and it's been described in one of the texts translated in Evans Wentz's Tibetan Yoga and Secret Doctrines. Huh? Uh, also, in this yarn you get the various practices which Western writers sometimes call the sexo-yogic practices. Though one has to observe here that they've nothing at all to do with sex in the ordinary sense of the term. And ninthly and lastly we come on to Ati-yogayana, the yana of supreme yoga. Uh, and this consists in the direct, immediate uh, recognition and realization of the one mind, huh? uh, if you like, the absolute, the Dharmakaya, by means of various highly advanced and esoteric meditation practices. And this, of course, this Ati Yoga Yana is the special teaching of Padmasambhava. So these are the nine yanas. This is the, the spiritual tradition that went from India to Tibet, which Padmasambhava took to Tibet from India, which he represents, which he handed down in Tibet, and which is still continued. This nine yana teaching is still very well known indeed in the Nyingma Pa tradition uh, to the Nyingma Pa Lamas. Huh? That is to say, the Nyingma Pa tradition, the one founded by Padmasambhava himself. Hmm?